0: welcome to the latest edition of the buff zone podcast i'm brian howell and pleased to be joined by pat rooney once again and how are you pat
1: wonderful brian how are you doing
0: doing well and we are almost at the uh halfway point of this football season which is uh it's kind of crazy and i say i think i feel like i say it every week but like man football goes by fast
1: it does and after this one you're officially halfway through the season which is pretty wild to uh to think about, you're right, it does go fast. Uh, we are into the first week of October now and looking forward to really seeing, you know, for me, uh, really seeing how the bus bounce back. It's been a couple tough weeks in the uh, win-loss column anyway with the losses against Oregon and USC. But, you know, after about five, five and a half, you know, mostly really bad quarters between the end of the or the entirety of the Oregon game through the beginning of the USC game, uh, you know, really, look like the Buffs just you know couldn't hang with the best of the best in the Pac-12. But heck of a rally against USC, didn't quite get over the hump in that one, but uh definitely encouraging to see as they uh, go into what should be a couple more favorable matchups beginning this week at Arizona State.
0: Yeah, the schedule. Uh, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's definitely different than playing back to back top ten teams in the country. And uh, you're right there for a little bit. You know, you add the 42-6 uh, loss to Oregon to that 34-7 hole they were in. I mean, that's 76-13 to 13 in almost six quarters of football where you're like, boy, this, this team just uh, has a long way to go. But um, I thought that rally, you know, Coach Prime said it afterwards. He was asked, do you believe in moral victories? He said no. But I even thought that his demeanor and the way that he conducted that press conference suggested that, yes, that was a moral victory. I thought that was really huge. Uh, for this program to come back the way they did and make it a game, even if they fell short.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, to see the way they they fought back in that one and, you know, kind of went toe-to-toe with USC the rest of the way, you know, were a few plays really from, you know, making it really interesting uh, at the very end. So encouraging result, um good for the buffs to also kind of, shore up some of the things we've talked about, and not just us, but you know, the, the common shortcomings of this team uh you know struggling up front on both sides of the ball. You know, the the run defense was all right against USC. Uh you know, Lloyd got around for that one kind of cutback reversal of the field run. Um, but as Coach Brian pointed out in his Tuesday press conference, other in a couple of plays, that was pretty good. And up front on offense, they got the run game going a little bit, as we've kind of been waiting to see all season. Uh, Shadour Sanders was was kept a little bit more clean, had a couple sacks, but not nearly what we saw in the previous few weeks. And, you know, not just up front, I think they did a better job early in that game of making sure he threw in rhythm, got rid of the ball quickly. It looked like they were making a concerted effort to do that, uh, to keep that pass rush off him a little bit more so you know kudos to the game plan drawn up by offensive coordinator john lewis on that one and um you know just all around or you know a much cleaner performance than what we saw in, in eugene
0: yeah definitely and i i agree with you i like the game plan as well the way they uh got those short passes to get him going and uh and also you know got the run incorporated early on and not not right away they did come out with uh three straight passes um and a three and out but uh then that second drive, you know, and, and it actually started with Shador uh, getting the run game going. He had a nice, uh, that's the start of the second drive. He had an 11 yard run uh, to get that first down. And then he started getting Anthony Hankerson involved. And uh, he had a really nice game running the football. So I thought that was big uh, for them to get those things. And you're right on stopping the run. Um, USC's got some talented backs and to hold them under a hundred yards for the day. And that includes that big uh, touchdown run on that opening drive. Uh, I mean that was a pretty big uh, performance uh, for the Buffs in that regard, and um, held them to after that first drive uh, by uh, USC um, held uh, held the Trojans to 71 yards rushing the rest of the day. So I thought there was some a lot of positives to take from that game as you go forward.
1: Absolutely, and and moving forward, I think for for me that's kind of one of the big questions this week is how do you respond now going on the road and facing an opponent that's now you're maybe expected to beat, uh, you know, it's been a long time since we've said that about a, a CU team going on the road in PAC 12, but wherever they're going. Um, but this week certainly fits that bill and you know, how does, how, how do the bus respond after that big comeback? You know, it's emotional. It was, you're, you're, you're trying to prove yourself against one of the top teams in the nation. Do you come out with that same kind of energy, that same sort of kind of fury and, uh, you know, perseverance that we saw for the last two and a half quarters. You know, can you bottle that and, and start the game with it? Because this team has not been great in general coming out of the gate in games this season.
0: Yeah, they haven't been. In fact, it's been uh, <laughs> really bad. I was looking up a stat. They've averaged like, I think, 2.8 points uh, in the first quarter this year. And it's like 9.8 points per quarter um, every other quarter. So uh, they've had those slow starts. But I think this is one. They have to have the fast start because um, this is a team that you can you can probably get on them early and and maybe get them down. I mean, Arizona State's lost four in a row. Uh, they're one and four, which is an unusual start for them. I know they did it last year, but um, that's not often that they start one and four. And that's a depleted team. I mean, they're just injury riddled um, up and down their roster. And so this is a game that I think it would be somewhat concerning if this if the bus don't come out and play well.
1: Yes, I agree. And, and, you know, this team has gone out of its way to, you know, kind of make a point and make make a statement in these games as they've gone along in, you know, the the points have been different in different games. But I think in this one, it's kind of showing, yes, we are an upper, at the very least, an upper division team in the Pac-12. We are worthy still of top 25 consideration. We are a team that expects to be a factor in the pac 12 and in the bowl picture, going down the stretch of the season. If those are things that this program wants, even this season, then this is the win. They have to uh, a win. They have to go down there and get.
0: Yeah. I I would think that realistically, you know, I know we all do, but I would imagine that on their staff, they probably even look at the schedule and say, if we need to, if we're going to get to a bowl game, we've got to have this one. And so, uh, it's it's a weird week. I don't know how about you, but to me, this is for the first time this season felt like just a regular football game, and not like a you know sideshow and celebrities, uh, you know all that stuff. I mean, probably being on the pacto of Network helps. It's also the first time that uh, CU's been in a game where nobody's ranked, uh, so it just feels like a regular football week to me. And I think that that's where the inspiration can come from. This team is. Guys, let's make this push for the bowl game. It starts right now.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, you know, C- Coach Sanders made a joke about that in the Tuesday press conference that he could actually, f- for once, count how many people were there. Uh, still, was more crowded than in years past, but certainly uh, a different kind of feel about it this week. Um, you, 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 you know, we talked. It's probably the first time they're not going to play in front of a sold-out crowd uh, this week down there, and uh, it's going to be warm. So. Uh, there's going to be a lot of factors in play where, uh, you don't know, expect the bus to go down there and take care of business, but there's certainly some mental challenges along the way dealing with the heat. It's going to be a lot like it was in that opener against TCU, uh, and, and maybe finding a way to, to generate their own energy. Um, there's not going to be maybe an us against the world mentality. Like we saw down at TCU, um, they're, you know, obviously fed off the home crowd for the there are three wins uh, or there are other wins and the usc game this this past weekend you can certainly tell the way the team fed off that energy but you know a lot of that might have to come from within this weekend
0: yeah you know and you talk about the heat i mean the last i saw the uh the projected high on saturday is 101 degrees and uh, the hottest game of cu history was 102 uh, down there and also one at fresno but um this could be one of the hottest games in CU history. Um, I don't know about you. This is a side note, but I was surprised that the that the kickoff time was three thirty. They always play at night down there. Three um, thirty is kind of a, a brutal time this time of year, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, you're the one that's gonna have to deal with it, buddy. Not me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. But because we talk, I remember distinctly talking, you know, a while back early in the season before the game time was set, where. Uh, We both figured that it would be, you know, we were were kind of talking deadlines and what we're going to be able to get into the print edition, all that fun stuff that we deal with in the background. And we kind of assumed that this would be a a straight up night game, even though they hadn't announced it, because it almost always is. So um, I suppose it's a good time slot for the Pac-12 network, for those of you that have it out there. Um, But certainly it's not going to be a pleasant experience, I can't imagine, for the players. So. Um, but I guess, um, you know, Arizona state presumably would be a little more used to it and the bus played in something similar down at TCU to begin the year.
0: Yeah. And Hey, that week, uh, there were some of the buffs saying, we got a ton of guys from the South. We'll be okay. So, um, you know, I, I would imagine that they're not going to use, uh, that as an excuse, the Buffs just got to go out and play good football. And I think the biggest thing I want to see is I want to see that offense get off to a good start, uh, and getting a rhythm early. And I want to see that defense play better they got to hold a team down a little bit I mean they did against Nebraska but I think that they really need to kind of take some of that momentum from the second half the other day and uh and hold Arizona State down I mean with as injured as they are I mean I think I read they were down to six healthy offensive linemen for this week at Arizona State so um and several starters or a couple of those uh guys out are starters so um I think this is just one of those games that it's sort of uh a potential for a get healthy type of game for the buffs.
1: It is, but they also are still kind of a team on the rise. So you really want to go down there, see them go down there and and put in a sharp, crisp performance. I'd like to see how that running game responds the second week in a row. Uh, You know, can they, can they kind of, you know, they haven't had a lot of games this year or, or moments or opportunities to really kind of force their will on an opponent. Is this the week where maybe they can do that a little bit? And then, uh, obviously, defensively, want to see that secondary get healthy. Uh, obviously, we know uh, from the other day, sounds like we're still a few weeks away from seeing Travis Hunter back. It looks like we'll see Miles Slusher back. Sounds like Shiloh Sanders is going to be back. And those are obviously going, going to be great assets for defense. You know, they're still giving up a lot of yards, but between uh, their ability to, to kind of make plays both in terms of turnovers and in making plays in the backfield that we've seen more and more of, they're becoming an effective defense. If not one, you know, not one, you want to say it's a great defense yet, but uh, they're finding a way to make plays and certainly getting those guys back on the back end of it. will will just kind of maybe bolster that going into this matchup.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's interesting with ASU, uh, they're down to their third string quarterback. But uh, their third-string quarterback is a guy that came into Folsom last year and threw for 435 yards in Trenton Borgay. So um, you certainly can't take the quarterback situation uh, lightly at ASU.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It'll be a good test for you know both sides of the ball. And there's a little momentum on that defense side. It was kind of weird to say after they gave up 40 48 points uh, last week in USC. You know they were given a short field a couple times. Uh, which didn't help, you know, when you're struggling defense and obviously going against USC's offense and, and the Heisman winner uh, is, is maybe a unfair example. But, you know, between an interception and a blocked punt, there was a couple of possessions there where USC didn't have to do much to get a couple of touchdowns and, and get that point total up to 48. So it'll be a good test for this uh, for this defense to see, you know, kind of what we were talking about on, on the offensive line. But can they control a the game? Can they make plays yet again? and maybe generate their own energy uh, where in a lot of weeks this year, they've been able to feed off the crowd a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it will be an interesting game. I think it's a big one, a pivotal game for the buff. So let's get into predictions. Uh, what do you think is going to happen down there?
1: Yeah, I, I think you know some of the things we've talked about, I think are going to come to fruition. Uh, I think the Buffs will go. And I think we'll see a sharper performance out of the Buffaloes going down there. Um, I'm thinking the final score will be, close a lot of the way in and, and Colorado, maybe pulling away a little bit later, uh, to the tune of about 38 to 24.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I see the buffs kind of controlling this thing, but, um, ASU staying in it because they're at home. Um, I'm going to go 35 to 28, uh, the buffs win this thing and, and, uh, and go to four and two. I think, uh, it's huge for them if they can get to four and two. Uh, but I, I do think that that, you know, we talked last week. Shador Sanders uh, has been a starting quarterback most of his life. Going back to high school, he had never lost two games in a row. Well, now he has. It's hard for me to see him losing a third game in a row. And so um, I think he comes out, you know, fired up and leads them to a victory this week.
1: And if this team wants to kind of set a lot of the goals that are, are still, you know, reach a lot of the goals that are still out there for this team, uh, you know, as we talked about, this is a game. They, they have to go down there and win. If you drop this one, you know, even, Even a modest goal of of six wins and bowl eligibility uh, becomes exponentially harder if you don't get this one. So I think the bus will come out sharp. I think the offense will be sharp from the get-go and uh, uh, be able to come home and get ready for a short week ahead of Stanford.
0: Awesome. Anything else this week?
1: Well, for you early listeners of the podcast here on a Thursday. Uh, If you have time, it should be another great one out at Prentup up field on Thursday night. Top 25 matchup. Buffs back in the top 25 at number 25 after winning a couple road games last week in Oregon. Big test tonight at print-up against number three Stanford. They've never beaten Stanford. Buffs are playing well right now. They played pretty well against UCLA a couple weeks ago. UCLA got a late one to kind of uh, ice it and and, and pad a 3-1 win, but uh CU's playing well, Shira James on a big scoring streak should be a good one Then they'll also be at home on Sunday against Cal. Volleyball also home this weekend and also has a big one on Friday night 7 o'clock at the Event Center against number 5 Oregon, so uh, a couple big matchups uh, at home this weekend for soccer and volleyball and in volleyball uh, home again on Sunday as well against Oregon State so football on the road, but should be a busy weekend on campus
0: Awesome. Well we'll have a coverage for you here on Buff Zone and uh you know check out our football coverage on Saturday night. Um it'll be obviously some later coverage, even though it's a not a fully night game. It'll be some later coverage, but uh check all that out on Saturday night. And uh Pat, we'll be back next week and uh chat about uh Stanford.
1: Yeah, safe travels to you. Stay cool down there, Mr. Howell.
0: I will try. Uh, hundred and three on Friday, hundred and one on Saturday. So
1: just remember just remember it's a dry heat. So yeah.
0: I'm not going to bring the sweatshirt this week.
1: Well, you be safe. And uh, for all of you out there, thanks a ton for listening.